Hey, what's up, guys? This is Carlos D, co-founder of Tropical Juice Bar, a franchise here in New Jersey. And we're here with the Business Trap. Hey, everyone. It's Alex. I am the interviewer, host, um, come up with good questions to ask our guests and our co-founders. And uh, I'm excited for episode four. It's a team-building episode and uh, feeling really good about it. All right. So what, what are you going to talk about today, Alex? Yeah. So we know, many of us know that you're expanding, you're in a growth stage, and you're looking for leaders. You're looking for managers. So the first question is a very generic one, it's a very basic one, and it's, we're going to start it off with what qualities are you looking for in a manager? All right, so just a little recap for those people that don't know, we are expanding Tropical Juice Bar is currently uh, opening two locations in 2022, and uh, yes, we're looking for, for people to join our team that want to grow into our leadership uh, team. And the question is what qualities, what qualities we look for in a manager? Well, the most important thing I think that we look for in a manager is someone that has a good uh, leadership character. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you a couple pointers for leadership character. Uh, because leadership character, I think it will depend on, on, on what you think leadership is. So leadership character for me is people that have the, the knowledge and the ambition to want to grow and want to become a leader. And it's also somebody that has uh, the open mind to accept and learn new things. Somebody that has very good communication and is able to engage. Uh, other people engage their team and help develop and grow their team. Uh, and I think uh, last but not least is somebody that has uh, is trustworthy. Somebody that's able to show wow, yeah. uh, the trust. You know, is able to walk the walk, walk the talk, uh, because that's how you gain trust by if you if you believe in something is actually giving the example. Right. Right. And uh, you know, not to stray away from that point too much. Recently, can you give us an example of where you've seen leadership, maybe in? in your franchises or even just in general where you're just like, wow, that's, that's the definition of leadership, what I just saw. Yeah, well, and I get many examples. We have great leaders in our company. Uh, our regional manager recently, you know, she, was, uh, she had a challenge. And her challenge was that um, she needed to cover a position for somebody. She needed someone to cover a position for somebody. And uh, she believes in always uh, doing more for others mm -hmm. than, than others do for you. So. She found herself in a, in, in, a, in a position where she didn't find nobody to cover, and she went out of her way to be able to cover somebody so that that person could have that time off to do something important that they, they needed to do. Wow. And I think just, you know, not, not, I'm, I don't want to highlight self-sacrifice, but I want to highlight more of the doing, doing uh, what you say that you believe in. If you say that, that something is important for you, is actually doing it. Uh, and I can give you many examples like that of, things that our leaders do for the team that, that just lets the team know that we do care for them. Got it, got it. Okay, so it's taking like that, not so much of that individual approach, but it's just kind of like thinking about what's best for everyone else as well. Got it. Exactly, yeah. All right, which leads me to my next question. Um, do you, so the members that are on your team, let's say A players and stuff like that, did you, do you feel like you created them or did they come already as A players and you sort of just kind of like introduce them to your systems and your expectations, or is it a mix of both? Uh, it's definitely a, mi a mix of both. Okay. <laughs> as you were talking, I was like, no, it's, it's definitely a mix of both. We, we, first we look for people that have uh, that good character, right? right. Uh, and then we invest into, into our team. And the term we like to use is it's like we bet on leadership. Mm. And it's a, a term that I, I actually took from Mark Miller which is a great leader uh, author. Okay. And he said you got a better leader. And the reason why it's a bet is because it's, you, don't, you don't know. It's nothing is 
for sure, right? You don't know if they're going to do good. You don't know if they're going to stay with you. Um, you don't know if they're going to leave. But you invest in, in your team, and you bet that they're going to follow you and they're going to stay with you. Got it. Got it. All right. And uh, in terms of culture, I feel like culture is very tricky because I don't, there's really no exact science to how it gets implemented. But tell us about how you created the culture at um, Tropical Juice Bar. I'm thinking about Caribbean Station as well for lunch, but um, for Tropical Juice Bar, how did it start there? Did the employees create it? Did the managers create it? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, culture, I've learned that culture is, is created even if you don't create it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always culture whenever there's a group of people. Uh, and it's what that group does and believes, right? So it, to build our culture, which uh, we've built little by little, and we're still building, we're still working on it, we have to first create our values. Because the values are, is basically the beliefs that um, say our, our behavior, that say right. what, we, what we value. And once we created our values, then we started to talk about them, and we started, this is key, to lead by example. Right, we started to do the things that we wanted to to have uh, the rest of the team do. Right, yeah. Right, if we if we want the team to be kind to each other, to say hello when they walk in, then it, it needs to start from the top. So I think that's how we're, we're building the culture is just leading by example and setting uh, definitions of, of what is important to us. You said something interesting. You said just saying hi to each other, right? Just kind of uh, creating that environment. It, but it sounds so small, right? But do you think that plays into like the leadership role in, in, in creating that culture, right? It's just those small things that you're not overlooking, such as yes. respect, um, greeting each other, things like that, that gets translated to your team. Yeah, those, those usually uh, culture is created by those small, small little things that a lot of sometimes a lot of business managers and other business owners, they take for granted. You know, it's like, like you said, saying hello to, to their team, right. asking how are you to the team. Is those small little questions, they make a huge impact on each other. Like think about when you go home. It's like, do you say hello? Do they say hello to you? Uh, and if, if, it, if we do say hello to each other, then we start bonding. We start creating a good relationship. Man, that, you know, it, it's, it's, it just sounds so simple, but when you say it, if you take these things and you scale them, you can have a, a multi-million dollar business, you know, just by, based off of these like simple lessons. All right, um, I think I have my last question here. Um, are leaders born or created? Again, it's a very generic question, but it's, some, it's one that's always up in the air, it's always up in the debate. Um, but I'm gonna switch it up. Were you born a leader, Alex? What do you feel about that? When I say that statement, were you born a leader or do you think that you created yourself? I think that's, that's a better question and a harder question to answer. <laughs> uh, I, think, I don't think I was born a leader, uh, but I think I was born with a desire to be a leader, and I still have the desire. I don't consider myself a great leader, but I consider myself somebody that has a great desire to be a great leader and is seeking to be a great leader, learning from others, asking questions, learning from, from books, uh, from tapes, anything that, that I can take. I don't know why I said tapes. <laughs> well, back in the day, right? Back you in the used day, to pop in a cassette I, tape, I did, man. I, I did get to use a couple of tapes uh, back hey, in the man. days. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, I was built. I was, into, I built myself into a leader with the help of, of a lot of people. <laughs> wow, okay. And um, when did you initially realize that, okay, I want to step into a leadership role, right? Because when you hear that calling, I like to call it, it's, uh, it's kind of scary, right? Because a leader, a lot, of, a lot of the blame, a lot of the success falls on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. When did you feel like, well, this is my path, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a leader? 
It was it was a very long time ago. I think uh, in high school when I you know when I decided to go to college and I decided to to study business. Mm -hmm. I think that's when I did it because to be in business you need to be a leader. If you want to succeed in business, you need to have leadership. Because if you don't, you're not going to succeed, right? That's it's just that simple. That's what I believe, at least. And when I decided, I knew that I was going to face a lot of fears that I had at the moment. Yeah. You know, the fear to speak in public. I think that's one of the, the greatest fear, not just uh, for for um, for me, but for a lot of people, to get up in, in front of people. And that's something that I know that was a big fear of mine. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Speaking in public. If you're going to go to business school. Uh, you're gonna have to get challenged. It's the fear of to speak to strangers, right? Uh, and some kid, for example, my son, I know he's not gonna have that fear because I'm gonna drill into him that he gotta go and speak to strangers from as soon as he could start speaking, right? Because I know the value of that. Right. But many of us from the, the older generation, we grew up with that fear that we were scared to speak with people we didn't know. You know, we're scared to ask a stranger a simple question. And right. it, as you know in, in, your, in your sales career, it's very uh, challenging to do good if you have that, those fears, if you don't overcome them. Yeah, and, and this is probably something that your managers might be going through now, or your aspiring managers, they might be going through a lot of fear. You know, they might be going through a lot of fear to speak to even their own teammates and give those teammates their orders or customers and clients, um, and just really building themselves up. And so it's refreshing to know that uh, you came out and said, hey, listen, I wasn't born a leader, but I created myself into one. You know, and it's, I think it's refreshing for managers aspiring managers to know that they too can create themselves into that you know so so thank you for that yeah yeah and i, and I want to just you know let everyone out there know especially our aspiring managers because there is a lot of fear that stop us from moving forward right, right? there's fear of failure fear of you know am, am i going to be able to do it um a lot of fears and i know people that they have the potential right now to move to their next level of, of their leadership career but they they're stopped uh, uh, by fear and the best advice that I could give them, I don't know if you have a couple words for them, is if you let fear stop you now, you're going to let fear dictate the rest of your life. It's so important what you're saying because it, it's like we're creatures of habit almost, right? And every time something gets scary, we, we run. And if you do that enough times, it just becomes a, a pattern. And so how do you, um, we're kind of going on different topics now, but how do you break that pattern of fear, you know, of this uh, procrastination addiction right like to putting things off and not dealing with them head-on how do you break that pattern well from my experience you know I'm not I'm not an expert at this and I'm still work in progress like everybody else else but uh, from my experience you just have to one at a time mm -hmm. tackle them one at a time little by little and just don't stop like every day do something that makes you a little bit afraid right you know uh, if you know there's something that, that you need to do get into the habit of doing taking some action towards it you might not be able to, let's say, conquer your, your fear of, of public speaking and going outside, uh, going into a, a stage and speaking to 100,000 people from the get-go, right? But you could go and speak to two, two or three people. You could go and speak to five, speak to seven, and little by little start overcoming that fear. You know, not, you know I don't believe you, you can go from zero to 100, right. but you could go zero to two, to five, to seven, et cetera. Right, and then that's also most likely how, by just doing that, your mindset also changes, right? And you yeah. demand, you know, the, the tasks that you take on are gonna be bigger because you now have more confidence in yourself to get them done. Yeah. And do you feel like that's what, sort of what happened with you? I mean, yeah. you started doing these things one by one, and then that led to bigger responsibilities, and then you already had proof 
that you can face your fears and do these things. And that's how you sort of got to where you are today. Do you, do you think that's a fair assessment? Yeah, that's, that's exactly uh, what happened. And just to, to give you guys more context on it, you know, started in high school when you had to do presentations in front of the, the school. And maybe at that time, you were a little bit afraid, but it wasn't a big deal. Right. Just to stay on the topic of public speaking, uh, there's many fears, but just to stay in this topic. Then in college, uh, I was tasked with doing presentations in front of the class, right? It was a much bigger class. And in college, it's a little different because you don't see, uh, you see, you have multiple classes throughout the week and you don't build a bond oh, with yeah. your other teammates. So they're like more strangers, they're strangers than it yeah. was in high school. Uh, and some of them, some of them even rate your presentation and stuff yeah, like that. So, yeah. yeah. And then, like I told you uh, the other day, I joined uh, Toastmasters, which right. is a, a public speaking organization. And there, they actually have you do small presentations and they get more complex and longer as you go along with the program. And there, like you said, they really rate you on everything that you're doing, what you're doing wrong, what you're doing well. And you get to pick up the skills, but uh, even more than that, you get to just lose your fear because you're speaking out in, in front of people that are complete strangers. Um, but you know that they don't, they're not going to criticize you. They're going to help you because they're there for the same thing. It's the level, right? It's like it's, it gets harder, but every time that it does get harder, it's like you're ready for it. You yeah. know, and that, that's kind of, I think, what you're trying to portray. It's like have those big goals and aspirations, but realize that it takes just step one, right? And that's it. All right, Carlos. Um, is there anything that you want to add just before we close out? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I've been having a lot of fun, man. I could just keep going on with questions, but... No, I think I just want to conclude by saying that, um, you know, we, we are looking for people, not just that, that they are, oh, I'm a manager, I'm a leader, because most people that are great leaders and, and have the potential to be great leaders, sometimes they're shy. You know, sometimes they're inhibited. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't believe that they can do it. But uh, I think one of the most important criteria that we look for in people is people that really care for other people. Because if you care, the rest you could take care of. The rest you could develop little by little, one step at a time, like, like you mentioned. Well, I think we spoke about a little bit about that. That's very hard to teach, right? Teaching others how to care for, for another person and putting their needs ahead of anything else. So that's great. Um, I guess with that, we'll, we'll close out episode four. It was something short. It was something sweet. But again, it's always filled with as much lessons as possible. And um, we're hoping that everybody can learn from it. I know that I did a lot. And so thank you again, Alex. Yeah, no, thank you. And uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, please comment below. We'd appreciate it. We, we look forward to hearing from you. And until next week. That's it. Thank you.